0: Hello, this is David Snyder, president of Baptist International Missions Incorporated, welcoming you to today's broadcast of Moments for Missions under the direction of our Vice President, Dr. J.B. Godfrey.
1: Well, needless to say, the lives of our missionaries are very interesting and I'm gonna share a story today, an interesting story of danger from Nathan Fritz. He and his family are working in the Cape Verde Islands and he said last week or so has been a little different for us It is not my desire to be mysterious or overly dramatic in our letters, so I am sharing some details here. Though the actual robbery only took a few seconds, reliving the details and asking all the what-ifs have occurred a lot of brain time. At the end of it all, we praise God for the reminder of His protection. No matter where we find ourselves geographically, we understand that our times are in God's hands. For those of you who want a few more details and of course you listeners you have no idea what he's talking about brother fritz says i left my house a little before 8 a.m on a saturday i decided to walk to the concrete path down by the ocean the path itself isn't really long it's less than a mile but it takes a a mile of walking to get me there when we live a little closer to the path i would uh, go there several times a week Where we live now is a little far, so I only go there occasionally, like on a Saturday morning when I have a little more time and when the ways are extra big and they're fun to watch, as was the case on this Saturday. So I got to the path on my normal route, down some side streets and a few shortcuts. I walked to the far end of the path, passing probably about 20 other people along the way. One of them was my future robber. When I got back to the end of the path closer to my house, I saw a young man wearing a school uniform shirt and a backpack, looking out at the ocean, and I didn't think much of it. He got on the path behind me, and a few seconds later, he ran up behind me, pushed me against a railing on a small one-lane bridge. I could not see him. He had his arm tied around my neck. At first, I thought it was some kind of a joke, and I wiggled a little bit. It was then that I realized that he had a knife to my throat. He emptied my pockets with his left hand as he held me tight against the rail and the knife tight to my throat. After he found my phone and my earbuds, he let me go. Honestly, I was still pretty stunned. This was the first time I actually saw the knife that he had been holding against my throat. It was a large green ceramic coated kitchen knife We have one almost exactly like it in our house. At this point, he was backing away, and he pulled a very old pistol out of the front of his pants, pointed at me, and warned me not to follow him. Now, most likely, the pistol did not work, but at this point, I was not taking chances. An iPhone was not worth being shot or stabbed over. Someone just down the path called the police for me. The police showed up about 15 minutes later. We drove around a little bit looking for him, of course, with no luck. It turns out that the school uniform and the backpack are a great disguise. The police took me to the station, and we filed a report. I was not so much concerned about my lost phone. I'm sure it's long gone, but rather hoping to keep people like this off the street. In a country highly dependent on tourists, stuff like this isn't helpful. But other than a few red marks on my neck from the knife, I was unscathed. Emotionally, the whole thing took a little toll on me and my wife, Tina, also. I didn't sleep great for a few nights. Talk about crazy dreams. Anyway, that's my story. And we appreciate your prayers. God continues to give us grace and we continue to learn to trust in him. Just a reminder, dear listener, that we need to pray for our missionaries as they labor for the Lord.